House come to order if members can take their seats. This budget is a huge job maker, and the number one solution to economic insecurity is a job. Hungry children can't learn, and it's our responsibility to try to help. Equality and opportunity. I believe most people are here because they want to do some good. Happy New Year and welcome to the first Capital Ideas of 2023. It's hard to believe this is the 15th year we've been doing this podcast, but there you go. When we launched Capital Ideas in 2009, it was hard to even explain to people what a podcast was. Now everybody has one. In any case, this is Capital Ideas. We call it that because it's where members of the majority Democratic Caucus in the Washington State House of Representatives sit down at the Capitol and talk about ideas. Today's idea is equity, and the lawmaker who's talking about it is Representative Milin Tai. Milin was sent here by the people of the 41st Legislative District in King County, and she'll give you the details on that in a few minutes. She immigrated to the United States from Vietnam at age 15 and in 2018 became the first refugee elected to serve in the State House of Representatives. This year, Mi Lin was chosen by her Democratic peers to become Deputy House Majority Leader, and we'll start off with that. We talked on Thursday, January 12th, 2023, and here's how it went. Welcome to the first Capital Ideas of 2023, Representative Mi Lin Tai. It's really great to talk to you. Thank you, Dan. It is my pleasure. You represent the 41st District, and for people that don't keep up with where every district is, Describe the 41st District. Well, thank you, Dan. I have the honor to represent uh, the 41st Legislative District in Washington State, which encompasses the city of Moose Island, the city of Newcastle, about roughly half of uh, the city of Bellevue, part of the city of Issaquah, part of the city of Sammamish, and the whole town of Beaux-Arts. This would be my fifth session. Um, I'm beginning my third term serving as a state representative for the 41st. And what I want to talk to you about today is you're serving as something else. In addition to representing the good people of the 41st District, you've been elected by your peers in the House Democratic Caucus as Deputy Majority Leader. Uh, that's quite a task, I suspect. This is the largest majority that the Democrats have had in maybe a generation. And I would love for you to tell me what that's going to entail. Uh, that's one of those insider baseball terms that people who don't work here in Olympia, they hear. But what does the deputy majority leader do in this case? Well, thank you, Dan, for, for the question. And yes, it is an honor uh, to uh, be elected by my peers to serve in this capacity. I think the public hear a lot about the, the speaker and hear a lot about a majority leader because that is a structure in general very much similar across 50 states and similar to congressional level. Um, we hear of the speaker, we hear of the majority leader, we hear of the whip. We hear floor leaders, although that might not be as popular uh, a terminology in public than the three I just mentioned. The deputy positions actually a little more uh, pertain to local, in, in this case, local state. Uh, 
In our state, we have had a uh, deputy majority leader, Representative Larry Springer, representing the 45th Legislative District. And in that capacity, he uh, was charged or tasked, rather, by the, uh, the previous speaker to work and help the caucus deeply uh, engage and hear directly from um, our uh, business community. As we understand the state economy, uh, considering our tax structure, our business community is an important community that government need to have a deep understanding of how our policies support them and ensuring the growth of our economy. In the recent years, if we say we are the party being elected by the people, as you mentioned, uh, the the biggest uh, majority in terms of number of representatives to serve in the, the state house, it is very clear to many of us the conversations around the work of equity. I believe that we have heard our people clear that is the direction that we want to look to and move toward. In my understanding is since I got elected in this capacity in 2018, that really speaks loud and clear to the will of the people. Uh, my class was the first class of the, the, the very diverse uh, representative and the freshman class of, of uh, this year have even moved up that di- di- diverse uh, representation. It's really exciting. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. And what does that mean to many of us? What, what does um, diversity mean? What does representation mean? How it's actually translate to the policy and the proposed policies work at the level of government, specifically in the legislative branch. And so my task or what I'm tasked to do is to start looking and working with my members, engaging with the public to really answer that question. What do we mean by, uh, in terms of the public, what does the public want when they elect uh, a large body of diverse representations and what our internal legislative structure should look like and how do we function so that we meet the, the demand and if, if I dare say the mandate from the public. That sounds like a huge job, and you're probably still figuring out what your process is going to be, but it seems like there would be two ways to deal with this. One would be to work ahead of time with all of the members who are going to be sponsoring legislation to make sure that when they do come up with their bills, that they have thought very clearly about how this bill might serve or disserve equity in our state. Or you could take every bill that gets filed and read it and decide for yourself, where is equity in here? Is it here? There are 2,000 bills that are going to be filed. So given that those are the two avenues that I see, at least, I'm wondering how you perceive the way that you're going to do this job. Thank thank you for that question, Dan. I I will be the first to admit that uh, I do not prescribe to the idea of I know best. We've been um, in this conversation before, and at the time, uh, in the last session, I believe we 
the topic of conversation was around uh, compassionate legislation, and that continued to be my north star. And to me, uh, it's become uh, clearer and clearer. Uh, compassion or legislation seeding from compassion is really seeding from the perspective of seeking to understand. And and that is going to be how I think of myself as entering or, or, or trying to perform the task that uh, my colleague has asked of me. I intend to seek and understand. I intend to meet with each and every members, not just in my own caucus. Uh, in all honesty, um, Dan, I would I intend to meet with every elected members of the legislature to understand, first of all, who they are, why they wanted to enter this space and do this job, and what they hear from their constituents. And I believe by seeking to understand, to me, that is the basis of the work of equity. Um, Equity, to me, is improving access to uh, to to hear people's voice, to understand their struggle, um, to ensure that policies we put in place and putting forward is about pursuing happiness for everyone. I do not prescribe to the idea of winners and losers. I believe that we can all get there, and I believe that we can benefit by ensuring everybody successful in the area of their passion. And for me, the only way to get there is to continue that that path of seeking and understanding where people are at and how we can build the capacity of moving forward in our legislative process. I wish you all the luck in the world, and I think that you're going to have it. For one thing, this caucus is jam-packed with people who have centered equity already. It's a term that you didn't hear around the legislature 10 years ago. Today, you hear it constantly from people who are really watchdogging this, and so I think you've got a large pool of talent to draw from to help you out. I agree. I believe that I'm not uh, alone in this work. As the beginning of our conversations, really, this this is uh, truly the will of the people. And it's the matter of looking deeper in our current process, what's good to keep and um, what needed to, to, to change. And I think it is a good process in general because um, we... We are adaptable, we are flexible, because people need change, cultural change. And as the government elected by the people and for the people, we should reflect the culture and the the, the need uh, of our current populations, right? I also believe, while you mentioned there are uh, numbers of my colleagues who, who, who already on board. Uh, at the same time, the structure has been built for hundreds of years, Dan, and it's easier to simply follow the structure. It's easier to do what's been done. It's easier to go with the tradition. 
to examine or re-examine ourselves is probably the hardest thing to do. And what equity to me, and um, as I articulated, uh, the process of seeking to understand takes time and takes a lot of commitment. During sessions, it seems to be even harder because I imagine if you ask every single representative, nobody will say, my bill is a bad bill. Everybody will say, my bill is a good bill and it will help Washingtonian. Other people get to say that. This bill is a bad bill. <laughs> um, and, and so the only way we can actually move to the space where we get to examine and re-examine ourselves is being able to have the tools. And what are those tools provided to my colleague in order to, for them? Yes, the preference is before the bill is being fi- filed. What are those tools? What are the questions we should ask ourselves? Like the whole examining process should happen either during the process of bill formation, a written bill, rather than uh, the process of legislation itself. However, we cannot get there until we have the capacity to have conversations about it. Right, And so this is multiple steps and multiple years of process. And my hope uh, of this year in my new role is to start engaging with members, asking members where they see or how they want this process take place. And certainly it will not uh, only happen during session. It has to be right. a continuous work because, uh, because this is about self-reflect, self-learned, and, and hopefully it's not only those who, who are honored to be elected and serving their constituents, but my hope is we being the representative, we being um, asked to lead not only in developing policies, but certainly in our own behavior, in our own actions, and certainly uh, the thinking, uh, the thoughts before the actions being seen by the public. And so my hope is all of those will be tied together because in the end, if we truly believe equity is about leaving no one behind and and, and equity is about increasing access for those who historically have not have access, and that would lead to a much better society, that would lead to uh, a state where our Washingtonian can truly pursue their individual happiness, it's worth our time doing it. Milan, it's always a treat to talk to you. And now that we have talked about the main topic here, I also want to segue just for a minute. We talked about how you were elected by the people of the 41st District to come down here and do some jobs. What are the things that Representative Ty, as opposed to Deputy Majority Leader Ty is going to be focusing on just kind of a shorthand version of what your priorities for this session are. Well, thank you, Dan. Housing, healthcare, those are the top issues that I have heard from my uh, constituent. And really, uh, the next piece is about public safety. Um, we heard loud and clear about it. And I I, I think um, you also have seen, at least from my own caucus, the deep conversation and reflections on the very terminology of public safety. And it is now we call it uh, community 
and public safety. And I think that reflect on what we have heard from from the people, uh, not only across Washington State, but certainly in the 41st uh, District as well. So those would definitely be my top priority, housing, health care, and community safety. I know you've got to get to caucus. We've gone on a little bit longer than you thought we would, but I really think it was worth it. Representative Milan Tai, thank you very much for appearing here on the first Capital Ideas podcast of 2023. Thank you very much, Milan. Thank you for having me. And as always, uh, my office is, is opened. And to those who listen to this podcast. I'm always looking forward to engaging with you and especially on this topic. That's it. Thank you. That's Deputy House Majority Leader Milan Tai, and that's Capital Ideas for today. If this is your first time to listen and you've missed the first 14 years, you picked a good time to start. You can subscribe to Capital Ideas on all the usual platforms or at housedemocrats.wa.gov. If everything goes as planned, the next installment will feature House Democratic Caucus Chair Lillian Ortiz Self, and it'll be a good one. I'm Dan Frizzell for the Washington State House Democrats, putting people first since 1889. Thanks for your time.